Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's what shouting out our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and/or industries. As well as Mountain High. Climb your way to the top. Straight like that. So shout out to Gary and Greg for always pulling up, popping out, pulling up, and putting on in that order. And now we're going to begin with some new news for all y'all new news. So Miss Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? So there, to, uh, I guess you can say Biden got a win. Yeah. Right? Uh, he got, uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he got his, uh, what is it, $1 trillion infrastructure bill oh. to pass. Okay, okay. So yeah. that nigga's actually presiding over something at this point. I haven't Besides heard of him Besides COVID vaccine. Yeah, because right. he just has that uh, January deadline to try January to get a 4. certain amount of people vaccinated. So the infrastructure bill is going to help, like, roadways and yeah, railroads. Yes, so get this. So it is going, they're going to upgrade public transit okay. in all cities, right? Whatever cities need it. Cities that matter. That's the idea. Yeah. Uh, fix the water supply. In Flint. Well, here too. Like let's, in a lot let's of places. Flint, though. Right? Flint. Yeah, but a lot of places. Them niggas drink um, sewage. Expand internet into rural communities. Apparently, they don't have internet. Oh, hinky. We're not a hinky. It's 2021. Right, we like, on 5G. <laughs> they on lowercase g. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and then obviously bring over 1.5 million jobs yeah, to America. Because right? the people actually got to get to work they on it. Got to build that stuff, yeah. right? So, and watching that and, and listening to the news about that, they talked about. Uh, Chicago's expressways, right? Can you guess which is the worst expressway here in Chicago? The Bishop Ford, bro. Coming up My from ninth. There's this <laughs> divot in the middle of the road that will fuck your shit up. Trust me. I know. No, it's not it, though. Not the Bishop Ford. No. Uh, the Eisenhower. 290. 290. 290. So, 290 is actually one of my favorite. Just because be for 290. you, you know, when I was in high school, you know, 290, get right to downtown, get to no it. traffic. Get to it. But apparently, when they built 290, they only built it to carry over 40,000 cars. Okay. Right? Guess how many cars are on there now? More than 40. Clearly. Yeah, I would say about 75,000. Over 200,000. Over 200. Are traveling back and forth on yeah. the Eisenhower. And the huge issue is like right between Austin and Mannheim, mm -hmm. which then makes Where it that back goddamn up. goddamn Gapers delay be at, man. But then that makes it back up to Western. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. everybody's just going freaking slow. Yeah, and them stupid ass. I don't understand why the exits are on the left when you're going west. Like, usually the exits well, really, are on the right. Well, really, it's just Austin and uh, Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. But it, I think that's the area where everything get backed up because niggas like, oh shit, there's my exit over there. Or, oh shit, let me get out of the exit lane. Yeah, or I'm in the exit lane. Let me get, you know, it's so like So when I was in high school, when we lived in Oak Park, there was a thing where they were trying to expand then. Mm -hmm. But all those people who have the homes along the expressway <laughs> signed no. like a petition and was Hell like, no, no, we, we don't. Will not, we will not go. We're not, we're not doing this. Well, apparently you guys will be doing this. Go Implement um, eminent domain on y'all ass. Fuck so Eisenhower will be one of the expressways that they expand. But so this is good because 
one of the main things Trump talked about, hey, but Trump. also Obama was the infrastructure. How can yeah. we be number one in in importing goods and making our own goods if our infrastructure sucks? Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing China has up on us. Yeah. So that's okay. a good a good win for us. Well, congratulations, Jojo. Finally doing something with your stinking ass. Right. Um. Also, okay. We talked about the Kyle Rittenhouse we did, trial, we did. right, in Kenosha. The white boy who shot, I think he shot over three people. Two, I don't remember how many died, but they all were white guys that got shot. Really? Yes. It wasn't did anybody black. That. Everybody, all the victims are white. Did not know that. So that's why this trial is going to be interesting yeah, yeah. to see. So do you care less now if he gets convicted? No, but I still think he needs to be convicted. Like, right. what type of privilege is that for you to carry a gun yeah. across state lines underage and think you can just shoot people? Yeah. So his whole thing is it was self-defense. He was scared. He thought they were going to shoot him first because two of the guy, two of the victims had guns. Right. One of the victims that had I, guns I can't died. Say, can't say victims. Have to say protesters. Uh, arsonists, looters, or rioters. So that's crazy now that you know that they're white. Yeah, right? that's crazy. So, I definitely, because I said that was cold for nigger, but maybe no, it's cold for wigger. They were all cracker. white guys. So I had a conversation with my daughter the other day about the term cracker. Like, what's what the origin she? of the term cracker? She asked me, and I told her, maybe a fable, but what say you? Uh, <laughs> Where's the I, word cracker come from? It came from, like, back in the segregation days in the 60s. That was, like, a word. I don't know who created it, but obviously people of color. Right. The blacks would call whites, like cracker. rednecks, yeah. cracker. Yeah, I think Honky. it came back in, yeah, yeah, in that time. So I always thought that it came from, like, cracking a whip. You crackers, you motherfuckers, cracking our backs with these whips. And they look like saltines sometimes. So like you look pasty and you know, whatever, like a cracker. Not a Ritz cracker, obviously. Clearly not yeah, a Ritz. But a saltine, specifically. <laughs> I don't know about that. What about honky? Does that come from them being impatient in their automobiles and honking incessantly at Negroes? How about this? We're gonna give Calvin some homework, right? So next week, I want you to come back and Find tell where us these tropes come where from. these uh, things come from. Because okay. I don't know. Right, we have no, no freaking clue. <laughs> I just think we need to figure out some words to call it ass since yeah. they was calling us nigger. Right, but you can't call them victims in this particular case. Right. So anyway, Kyle Rittenhouse was on, um, was giving his testimony. And when Are I- Are you surprised that they had him testify? Like a lot of times in these high profile cases, they be like, man, we're not gonna have him take the stand because- Well, no, he's he's a young kid in their eyes. Yeah. If it was one of our 17 year olds, it'll be an adult, this yeah. man, yeah, right? being tried as a murderer. <laughs> but to them, he's a kid. Right. Um, so of course, they're gonna play that, play that violin yeah. string, right? Um, he gets up there. Now, the whole trial, mind you, he's kind of just been sitting back, grinning, cheesing, laughing. He gave us the ugliest cry, okay? <laughs> like, he, the judge had to say, let me give you a moment. Man, get Let's it together. <laughs> get it together, bitch. While he is breaking down, his mom is in the stands crying right. and someone's consoling her. Meanwhile, it was the brother sitting behind them like, this nigga. <laughs> These motherfuckers gonna win an Academy Award or an Oscar. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the verdict in this. Considering the victims were not black. Yeah. 
But I still think he needs to go to I jail. did not know that, dog. I thought he was killing Negroes. Mm -mm. And then, um, I also heard, like, obviously we were talking offline about how the judge seems to be very biased in this yeah. case, but yeah. you said he has a background for racist things yeah. and things of that nature. But it just seems like he's totally against the prosecution and their line of questioning and their approach to the case oh, yeah. and, you know, their, their uh, things that they're saying and, and bringing up. But then it's also like I didn't know that he was uh, supposedly, I mean, I know he's saying he's in fear for his life, thought he was going to get shot first. Yeah. But he was supposedly doing this shit on some protecting the property. Protecting the businesses. Right. I didn't know that you couldn't use deadly force to protect property. I thought like if somebody was at your crib or in your lawn stealing your fucking your lawn lights, you can hit them over the head with a bat, kill them, and they would be in trouble for stealing. But it's like you can't use deadly force apparently to protect property, just life. I didn't know that. So, yeah, like if, if someone breaks into your home and you're sleeping, it's like a very fine line. Yeah, like right? if they're leaving out, you can't shoot them you in the back. Shoot them, right? But if they're charging they down on you, you can kill them. Right, but if they came in your house, like the Breonna Taylor, if they banging on your door, knock your door in, kick down, and just run them up, yeah, yeah you're you protecting your yourself. Yeah. Is, is what, and, and I wouldn't even say it's your home, right? Because right. then it's like, then no it's property, property again. Yeah, you're so protecting, you're protecting your own safety and well being. Right, right. So it's very, it's very <sighs> fine. Man, I should have been a lawyer, bro. So I would just know my motherfucking rights. Like, goddamn, I'm so oblivious. I thought you could kill niggas that tried to steal your shit. But no. I think there's a movie about that. Uh, I think it's called First Time Felon. Where the nigga just a standard white boy, you know, suburban, whatever, whatever, and like just got outside the law trying to protect his home and his family. But the dude who was jump, uh, robbing the crib, I think, was leaving out or running away, mm -hmm. and he killed the motherfucker, and nigga went to jail yeah. for getting robbed. Well, even remember in that movie South Central? The South Central? Yeah. Okay. Remember when, what's the name, oh. JoJo was. Ray Ray. Ray Ray was stealing out Ray the Ray. house and a man yeah. shot him in the back. Yeah. And he he went to jail. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that the they hood justice that nigga. I thought they hood justice him. Like, didn't Ray Ray go get little Jimmy's Oh, yeah, he shooter, ended up getting And him, then they ended up, yeah. They still took him down. Yeah. Just go with it. Yeah. Revisionist history here on this and the third. What else we got in the news? Um... Oh, that was it. Ah. Well, that about wraps us up for this week's segment of New News on this week's episode of This That the Third. Literally. And now, moving on to entertainment. So, Ms. Reese, what's topping off our entertainment segment this week? Okay, so, I did some homework. She's excited. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've mentioned this movie two weeks ago and last week. Mm -hmm. I finally watched The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall is an instant classic. What'd you think of it? Oh, you it loved was, it? Okay, so it was good. It was right. really good. I just don't think it needed to be two hours and 19 she, minutes. She's not guys. with the shits, guys. I'm just she's not, not with, with the these shits. long movies. Now, did it feel that long? Even though it was, did it feel that long when you're watching it? No, but there were certain dead parts for me that were like, yeah. huh, this could have been cut. This We could have. Speed it up. How is this helping the story, yeah, right? right? Um, I don't but, need to see you ride up in the wagon. Just be there. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, uh, but, uh, 
Dion Cole. Cole. He was funny. He was funny. So I love that it was all black cast. Loved it. I loved, I saw something that said um, Regina King, and I literally, I've obviously I've watched, a grown, I've grown up watching her. Mm -hmm. She's been doing this. It either said 20 or 30 years. She was on 227 when she was 14. Brenda. 14. Brenda had a baby. And remember I Kel? love 227. Remember the grandma? You remember Sandra? Yeah. Sandra, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love I didn't get her confused with the mom, not the mom, but the uh, auntie, I guess, Craig's auntie, Day Day's stepmom on oh, uh, next Friday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, similar type yeah, roles, kinda, but yeah. Sandra was the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you call it though? I, I love the fact I love cowboy movies. It reminds me of, you know, sitting at the foot Do of my you? granddad's bed watching John Wayne and Clint Eastwood flicks. Uh I think that this rivals like Tombstone. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that yeah. movie with yeah. uh, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday yeah. and he was the fastest gun yeah. in the West type shit. That person, I forget the character's name, but that was like supposed to be the fastest Cherokee. draw. That motherfucker was funny. I don't know who that so actor he is. He plays He's in funny. Get Out. He played in Get Out, remember? The whole cast of Get Out was in this bitch. It seems like, gee, you had Lakeith. You, I mean, not the whole cast, but you know what I'm saying? It was a whole bunch of people From that was like, like Atlanta. So Lakeith is in Atlanta. He's in, and he's get, in out. get Out. But mm -hmm. the girlfriend from Atlanta was also the main light-skinned chick oh, okay. from the saloon. I don't remember her in Atlanta. She's uh, Childish Gambino's girlfriend. Okay. The half-German girl. Okay. Yeah, well, I love that. So here's the thing. This is what I was talking about after I watched it. I don't think Gen Z, they have no clue about Westerns or the yeah, cowboy movies. Yeah. I think, like you said, you grew up watching it with your granddad. Mm -hmm. I grew up watching it with my mom, my grandma. You know, Clint Eastwood yeah. was a whole thing. A whole genre. Back then, right? A whole right? genre. Westerns were almost like baseball games. I would be like, is this shit still on? Uh, when you when you got a VHS <laughs> with a Western, that bitch had like, it was like Godfather thick. That shit had like three damn VHSs oh to it. You're like, bro, this so, movie. So to see black cowboys, yeah. right, is, was, for me was exciting. Outside of Posse. Remember that movie Posse? Posse. Um, I'm also going to give you um, the Magnificent Seven. So it wasn't just all black cowboys, but Denzel was the main black cowboy. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that was, was yeah that, that was a good one. That was a good one. So their whole purpose for this movie, which I didn't know, I found out later, um, was to like really tell the stories of these black cowboys that had these towns, yeah. all black surviving towns, kind of like Black Wall Street before Black Wall Street became a thing. Yeah. Um, and that was history. Obviously, we never learned about black any cow, of this no, no. in history. Um, never even heard. Most people have never even heard of black cowboys or having towns and this kind of thing. So, I think this helps the newer generation kind yeah. of be like, oh, well, let's get on some cowboy shit. You know what I mean? What was the one about uh, the cowboys, the urban cowboys in Philly that Idris Elba also starred in, and him and his son kind of connected through cowboydom? It was recent. It was like within the last oh, two years. Oh, I didn't see that. I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I never I watched it. Yeah, I the name of it, man. But uh, Concrete Cowboy or some shit. Now I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to see yeah, it. But I, it, it, I mean, it's, it's some shit. It's, it's some a shit. good story. You know, because towards the end, you're you're wondering. What's what's okay? To how why how does he this? matter? Yeah, yeah. Um. So the the ultimate twist is really really good. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's on yeah. Netflix. I'll I'll compare it to like some Tarantino shit with all the blood and guts and gore too. It was how, a real yeah. bang bang shoot 'em up type yeah. joint. 
And I compared it to Boomerang in the fact that it's an all-black cast, and even if you replace this all-black cast with any other ethnicity, it would still be a good movie. So it's not like a black movie, it's just a good-ass movie, movie with black with, people. With, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think Boomerang is another example of that. Like, a it, it's movie. not a black movie, it's just a good movie with black people all in black it. People. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, shout out and check it out, and we will spoil the fucking ending for you niggas uh, next week if yeah. you haven't checked it out. For right. real. <laughs> um, and then I just wanted to, wanted to mention again, King Richards comes out November 19th, so next yep. Friday. And it is going to be on HBO Max. I did see okay. that it's going to be on HBO Max and in theaters. Uh, I think I'm going to take the King kids to check that out because I think that's going to be a good piece as well. You know, yeah, Will yeah. Smith is in town, but, but not touring or publicizing King Richard per se. He's touring his new book. Yeah. Yeah, so he's at the Chicago Theater, I think, two days ago now. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got a, a book Will. out called Will and I think he got a, had a big interview with uh, Oprah and talking about Will. how vulnerable he was how he fell in love with his former co-star on uh, the set of uh, six, seven, six Degrees of Separation and uh, why he was married to his first wife so yeah he's just giving out intimate details about shit what it takes oh. to be Big Willie oh he's talking about some shit he's done yeah. before right yeah, so, yeah, so y'all yeah. can get off my girl I'm just saying get man. Off my I'm just saying okay. oh speaking of books and, and while we're in entertainment you know Pip he has a new book out, Scotty Pippen. I saw him on Nightline talking about it. Dragging this nigga, Mike. Oh. He's dragging this nigga, Mike. And I can't even say, no, I don't read. But I can't really say that he's dragging Mike. What I can say is that he's using the controversy of not speaking highly of Mike, like you would expect Pip to do, to sell the book, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. if he wasn't being so, um, since he wasn't sensationalizing, yeah. We wouldn't be talking about his book. So now motherfuckers at least talking about it and maybe it'll lead to sales. So I kinda see what you're doing, Pip. I know you fuck with Mike. I know Mike fucks with you. I wonder though, like if I had a book coming out and it was a, you know, this that the third tales all who had the bam. And we rock how we rock, but then I'm like, yo, to get this book off, man, I'm going to talk some shit about it. <laughs> Play it cool. Like, I wonder did he do that with MJ? Like, nigga, I'm just trying to get my bag at the end of the day. You have your bag. Help me get mine. Or are they really like at odds and not fucking with each other? Well, you know what? That could be. But even if um, Scotty didn't have the conversation with Mike, Mike is so motherfucking wealthy. Like, huh, huh, good for him. As he's drinking his coffee, good Type for him. Type shit. Yeah. yeah, I could give a Reading fuck Reading his less. morning paper, like, yeah. great. But it, it, it's it's just interesting to me because he's like saying stuff that's not true. That's not false. Oh. So he's like, man, Michael Jordan is selfish. Yeah. We know he that. Is, yeah. But he's not saying anything we don't know. He's not saying anything okay. we don't know. He's like, man, the last dance glorified Mike and didn't glorify the team. Yeah, we, we saw it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was Mike's movie. I think that was his point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, we made each other better and we got the bear. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my, my strained back game was just as important as his flu game. You had eight points, bro. Like, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the fact that he is saying shit like the Kanye interview on drink champs yeah he was like man jay-z is selfish right that's not taboo because he like but jay-z will tell you he's selfish but because mike doesn't necessarily say oh i'm selfish without the bam you wouldn't We're expect Pip to say that shit yeah. yeah but he's saying real shit mike is selfish mike is uh glorifying himself in that uh movie and not really promoting the team he but then again like he's also saying real shit about you pip like you did quit on the team you did you know what i'm saying sit out longer than you needed to during 98 season yeah. um rodman doesn't seem to object to the fact that man jordan is 
he's, I ain't gonna say painting them in a negative light, but he's telling what happened when this nigga ran off to Vegas and had a coke binge and then From came back. From his perspective, this is his point of view, view. right? So, now this book is Pip's point, point of, view. of view. But again, niggas would not be talking about it if everything was seemingly hunky dory with yeah. him and MJ. So I think it's just a means to an end. See, so I missed the most of the interview. I just saw him talking about the passing of his son. Yeah, he's had a string of bad luck, dog. This nigga's brother was paralyzed by a bully, a schoolyard bully when they were children. Oh, yeah. His father had a stroke, leaving him paralyzed. This nigga was taking badass deals as a bull yeah. and throughout his NBA career, and his son passed away at the age of 33, which just happened to be Pip's number. A divorce, his wife was his a His wife is a smut bag. Like, she was just getting bounced around the industry. Not a smut respect. bag. A smut bag, dog. Like, my Our thing is, this is my thing. This is my thing, dog. If you have ever been affiliated with me or attached to me, carry yourself with some sort of class. You was just showing uh, <laughs> Nicole Murphy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, she's doing her thing, but she's not just out here, in out here, bro. And I feel like Pippin's wife, ex-wife, was just out here for a minute. It was like, bitch, she was friends with keep her a secret. Yeah. Keep your shit secret. Do yeah. whatever you're going to do, but have some class about that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yucky pooey. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hates mud bags, man. So, speaking of yay, he was on Drink Champs, right, last Deserve. week. Um, and so he, okay, so he talked about a lot of things. He made a lot of points. I didn't hear him say Jay-Z was selfish. Oh, he definitely said that shit out loud. Very audibly. <laughs> Very audibly. He said that shit about I know, are they the friends? They're brothers, as he, as he puts a it. But strange. then he also calls them his boss, which is weird to me. I didn't think Kanye looked at anybody as his boss. But he, he basically do, said he's he, selfish because he took uh, Holy Grail and put it on Holy Grail. He was like, that should have been on Watch the Throne. But it's like, nigga, the name of my album is Holy Grail. How the fuck would I take the title track from my album and put it on our album? But he's mm -hmm. like, man, he's selfish. Niggas know that Jay is selfish. He ain't going to put anybody before him well, or he's, me. He's a sag. And but he so shouldn't. He, he's like, going to make selfish? sure he benefits from his Homeless people first. are selfish. Like, have you ever seen a homeless person? They jockey for cardboard position, dog. Like, nigga, everybody's selfish. Just because he's winning at being selfish, niggas be, when he just coming out of court for something? Did you see that? So yeah, I posted on the page, he had a lawsuit um, that he was gonna have to pay like $67 million in royalties for a song. Um, the for like sampling something? Yeah, it was uh -huh. something dealing with, with that and the judge Ooh. threw it out. So. He doesn't get any money, nor does he have to pay any money. So the reporter was like, Jay, I guess you got 98 problems now, yeah, huh? Yeah, I did see that little hashtag. <laughs> but on the uh, drink champs tip, I mean, I think Kanye, what did you think about the interview? Let me say that. Because I hear a lot of mixed reviews and opinions, and I just want to know, what you did you watch the full I, interview? Because that shit was longer than I know, the I harder they fall. I didn't watch the full thing. I can't. Yeah. But Kanye's Kanye. So it was just nice to see him out talking this shit, doing his thing. Yeah. I don't... I don't put too much into it. Yeah. I don't care. Niggas, but it's such a group think mentality yeah. and a blind leading the blind type shit when it comes to Kanye. Like anything he says, niggas are hanging on his every yeah. word. It's I was like, watching the Joe Budden podcast. You know, he done switched out his co-host or whatever. Okay. Came out as, bi <laughs> came out as bisexual too. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. did you? All but right. nevertheless, I digress. His whole... I ain't gonna say episode, but at least a huge segment of the episode I was watching was dedicated to dissecting the drink champs joint. And I'm just like, nigga, 
You like, don't have nothing you, else better to talk that's about. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody hangs on this nigga. Breakfast Club. Everybody hangs on everything this nigga Kanye says. And whether they fuck with him or not, you know what I'm saying? They just always got this nigga name in his mouth. It's like, in their mouth. But that's his point. Yeah. That's his point. So, the only thing that I really wanted to touch on was, um, one, he did apologize to Soldier Boy. Yeah, I seen Soldier had a rant, too. Before that, like he was like, man, how the fuck this nigga gonna say my shit was trash? I got the text message saying that you know he said my shit was fire, my shit was hard, and then he was like, how you gonna go on a public forum and say my shit was trash? Tell me that shit. I was like, nigga, we heard it. It is trash. It was trash. It's he still apologized. trash to this day. He did. And, and basically, he just said, I should have told you I wasn't gonna put it on the album. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. My bad, bro. Um, Let's work. Then he he spoke about Drake. I didn't know there was a real beef with him and Drake. I don't think it is. I just think. I don't think it is either. I think it's like lonely at the top and it's like, man, I'm bored. Who, who else can fuck? I pick on? Yeah, who can I pick on and who's who, okay. who's worthy of, you know, even he, going back and forth with? Yeah. yeah. And so he Kanye did a video with Jay Prince yeah. basically saying, hey, I want to squash the beef with Drake. I want to get together with him um, and let's do this concert. I think that he said December 7th they wanted to do a concert, raising money to free Larry Hoover. Oh, yeah. Right. So that was kind of a way to let's just connect. And, you know, Jay Prince, obviously. How much money is it going to take to free Hoover, though? Like, that nigga has been gone for a lifetime. So let's Literally. talk about that. Um... <laughs> What the freak? How much money is it going to take to so, pay this bailiff? This morning, you had um, Mrs. Hoover and Larry Hoover's son on WGCI. Yeah. Um, and they obviously talked about Kanye, call to action with Drake and Jay Prince. And so come to find out, his son was not even born when his dad went to jail. Type shit. He went to jail in 1973 for a murder charge, which the person who actually shot the guy confessed to the murder, mm -hmm. but they still charged him and saying he gave the order. Then in 1995, while he was in jail, they uh, charged him with like uh, conspiracy to sell drugs and all type of other charges right. and gave him like five consecutive life sentences. So retroactively, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you also did these things. So, so apparently it took them, what, 15, 18 some years, 20 years to build other cases because uh, he was in jail this whole time. Get the nigga with Rico. Right. Um, and so he's 71 now. Um, and his whole mission is like to rebuild. To Like, y'all, it ain't Type worth shit. it. Even though he was doing that. And I mean, everybody has different views on what he did and how he did what he did when he was out. Um, but clearly... We need help now. Yeah, yeah. Because these little niggas around here Man. have no care about, you know, back in the day, kids were off limits. Yeah. Old people were respected and off limits. And you just didn't do shit when people were out It was about. a code to it. It was some sort of code to there it. There is no code. The Wild Wild West and Southside. Yeah. Bitch. yeah, literally. So we'll see. I'm hoping that whatever this benefit concert, you know, I, I don't care one way or the other. I think it would be nice if he got out. Right. Right. But from listening to his son, they are these white folks are afraid of him and they still feel like he has so much power whether to change things positively. They definitely don't want that. Yeah. And they definitely don't want him to add on to the negativity, which I doubt he would at 70 fucking one. It doesn't really fit with their agenda is yeah. what I'm getting. You know what I'm no. saying? And Like they say, no one man should have all that power type shit. Yeah. They did the same thing to Tukey out west, I think, with the Crips or whatever. And um, or maybe it was the Bloods, I think. I think he was a Crip. It was? I feel like he was a Crip. I dropped my flags long ago. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, I, I feel like 
if he was gonna get out, and I hate to, you know, put a dark cloud over it, he would have been out, man. Like the the powers that be, the system or whatever the fuck, is not ready for a nigga like Hoover to really be out and free. And they probably trying to figure out why is he still alive, nigga. Shit. We have like, you in the room yeah, all day. How is he still surviving, nigga? Because yeah. he's reading books. Yeah, I'm in jail pumping iron, son, reading books. Yeah. Um, also, I think that it's important to note that um, um, what was the other piece I was gonna say? The uh, oh, the another potential chance that he would have had was uh, that Trump shit. You know, like Kanye was chumming he up was with pushing. Trump and the Bam. You saw Trump pardon Bogoyevich. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. some high profile ass scumbags got out and got their shit, uh, what's it called, clemency? Yeah. Didn't he do it with Lil Wayne? Didn't he no, like erase um, some shit with Lil Wayne's record? I don't know if it was Lil Wayne, but he brought that boy back from overseas. Type shit. Not, it wasn't Kodak, it was somebody else. Uh, 21? No, it was somebody who got in trouble in like Turkey. Oh, 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 um, ASAP. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. yeah, and and you know Trump, as much as motherfuckers hate to love him, you know what I'm saying that was probably Hoover's best bet. And I think that Kanye might have been working that angle, and obviously he's not in office anymore, so he doesn't he have, have time. Well, he might be. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Stevie J. We haven't heard about him or from him in quite some time. Well, he's filing for divorce. From who? Who is he married to? Faith Evans. Really? Mm-hmm. Biggie's wife. I'm just saying, man. Yes. Don't be a smart bag. She's you know been she she's been married after Biggie though. Really? Like, yes. This is her third yes. marriage. Yeah. Third failed marriage. She was a widow, she was a divorcee, and now times two. So apparently Why is he filing for divorce? Look, Faith was arrested for domestic violence. Beating him? <laughs> and she's accused of cheating. Yeah. Don't she got Biggie on her titty? I don't know. She do that tattoo. But I don't know. I think that's ground for divorce in and of itself. No, like, what do you mean? If I you got these... other niggas' names tattooed all over your body, like, I ain't trying to be fucking and read this sign and shit. Close your eyes. That's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. So, yeah, they're getting a divorce. Okay. So sad. I thought they were going to work out. High hopes. Um, Christopher Williams. Remember him? Life Pretty light skinned nigga. New yeah. Jack City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been hospitalized. COVID. No, they said he didn't have COVID, but they didn't say what he has, but it's pretty bad. Probably got a wound in his hand from that knife that Wesley put in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that shit got infected Yo, 30 years Alvin later. Yo, him sure look so much alike. Yeah. Well, obviously not now because he is a little sickly, um, Christopher Williams is, but back in the day, they were like twins. Yeah, twins. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, get well soon, nigga. Well, some good news. Light-skinned motherfucker. Never liked you niggas anyway. Oh, I'm like, you light skin. What are you talking about? I was just reciting quotes from, from Wesley. Wesley. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Missy Elliott has gotten her star on Hollywood. Ah, can we clap that in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Missy is cold, Z. Like, I think that motherfuckers nowadays probably forget, like, how much of an influence she was. But she was like the female Buster Rhymes, bro. Like, with that creativity. She was. And, you know what I'm saying? She is. Ooh, I. Yeah. Suck it to me like you want to, ooh, type shit. Yeah, you, you were interested in waiting to watch her yeah, video. Yeah, seeing what she was going to come with next, dog. Yeah. And she put that girl tweet on. Smoking ooh. cigarettes and I, I. Like, they had a nice little yeah, run, see? And then that, give it up. We going to show you how we party. With Aaliyah and Genuine and Magoo and Timberland and Missy. Okay, that shit was cold. I think you, you're missing the beat there, but... It was coming to me. 
But okay, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> this nigga said I'm missing a beat there. He thought he was jabbing though. Man, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the right spot. <laughs> That's how we got. Well, that about wraps us up for this week's segment of entertainment on this week's episode of This That and the Third. Literally. This is a And now for everyone's favorite topic on This That and the Third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our relationship segment this week? How can I help? Okay, so I've watched The Real Housewives of Potomac. I don't. Okay. Um, and one of the ladies on there, she used to be married to uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Don't know this nigga. Okay, well, he, he, I don't know if he still has, but he had a huge church in Atlanta. He was a pretty big, well-known pastor, right? They've been long divorced, um, but she's single. She's 50, she's very pretty, like a beautiful lady. She has three daughters, right? Twin girls and a... Um, her oldest. So they were talking to her and they were like, you know, mom, we don't look to you or dad. So it wasn't just her, but we don't look to you or dad um, for examples of what being in a relationship looks like because you all ain't, yeah, yeah, y'all ain't then what? Type shit. They told her she is a emotional vampire. Goddamn. Like she only has emotions at night? Like she barely shows emotions. Like she's cold. What the fuck does that have to do with it? Okay, cold. I don't know, kids. Right. Kids. What? I'm just telling you what the girl said, okay? Okay, okay. Um, I'm following. But hearing that, like it was kind of like a blow. Like, oof. You know, because, As am I. That's why it's a blow. It hit home for you. <laughs> home for you. <laughs> why was it a blow for you? I'm saying for her, oh, that was okay, like okay. a blow. Yeah, it okay. was a little blow. All right. Ooh, that, Lowest of kids. That hurt. Uh, <laughs> why do you think that, daughter? Um, but they basically said, you're not available emotionally. Like, we don't get much from you but this. This is what you're we very, always get from you. Yeah. Right? Very stoic. Um, you're very stoic. And so she took a minute to, like, really let that sink in. And so in the reunion... Um, Andy was asking her about it, and really, I, w I would have to say she either has been like so hurt that she's dealt with that, but just is like, no, I have nothing else to right. give. This is what it is now. You gonna get from me? And she kind of needs to find somebody to to match that or that could deal with that. Right. So I understand that piece. So the question is, do you think you're setting good examples? That was a long dissertation <laughs> to get to this fucking question. But uh, do I personally think I'm setting good examples for my children? Hell no. Uh, and here's why. Because I'm just like a, a very... Uh, uh, I, I don't do well with conflict. So I tend to avoid it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't think that that's a good thing to model uh, for your children because conflict is naturally arising in any relationship. That's the only guaranteed in any relationship yeah. is that conflict will arise. And, you know, trying to be uh, very proactive in conflict resolution, it's easier said than done. And it's, it's a lot more um, feasible to teach and talk about and promote than to actually model. So, nah, hell no, nah, I'm not a good example of, I, I think I'm a, you know how it's like you had that crackhead uncle that either attracts you to drugs or repels you from it. 
I probably am the one that's like, yeah, I know exactly what not to do in a relationship because of this nigga here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting better and I'm growing and, you know, whatever, whatever. But I'm just talking about as it pertains to the relationship that they probably uh, place the most value yeah. on. Now, fast forward to current day, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I kind of keep my relationships and my kids separate so they don't really see anything. See in that space either. And I think no example is sometimes a bad example as well, because it's like, nigga, now I gotta figure it out for myself or go by your bad example that you showed me as a yeah. youth. So, nah, nah, that's definitely not my sweet spot. What about you? I said I was gonna ask the boys. I haven't asked them yet, because I did ask Nehemiah, like, what what do you like about me, yeah. right? And then like... <laughs> she stroke my mommy's ego, please. What do you like? I asked that one first, what do you like? <laughs> Then what don't you like? Like, what do I do that you just don't like that irritates you? Right. Um, and so, he's, what did he say? He's like, you're nice. What the fuck does that mean? You're nice looking. You're nice. <laughs> um, but what he doesn't like is, he's like, mom, you, you'll say do X, Y, and Z, and we'll get that done. And then you'll be like, well, what about? An elemental P. Yeah. Why didn't you say all of these things at once? Yeah, that's what he said. Now it feels like busy work. And then he said, you'll, you'll go from, I told you to do this and do that, to, hey, baby, come on and get you something to eat. He said, who does that? You Emotional just vampires. switch. And he's like, I just don't get that. But I didn't necessarily ask him about examples. I think that... Uh, yeah, probably not. They have their grandparents for that shit. Man, like, <laughs> look at older people, more mature people. I think us. for me, it's they probably just they're. I think they're gonna take away. A woman wants to be helped out around the house. Like if I don't want to hear her mouth, let me do certain things to avoid even having to hear those things. Yeah. She seems happiest when she's able to just kind of move and go and do what she needs to do right. and things don't get in her way. Yeah. So. <laughs> you hope that's what they're picking up versus, my mom is mean as fuck. <laughs> right, right, She's right. She's mean as fuck when you're not around. Uh, right. That's like, that's like that old trick where you used to be on the phone or your mom used to be on the phone and you asked for something while she on the phone and shit. And she, yeah, yeah. baby. Go ahead. Yeah, you got to sleep over. You got company going to the bridge. She got on the phone. Get the fuck out yeah. the bridge. <laughs> You ain't having no company. Your ass grounded. And I'm finna beat you when I get off this motherfucker. You like, damn, it switched up. No, see, I'm I'm the opposite. I am. I, they say I'm nicer than their dad. Okay. Like I do allow a lot of freedoms. You get whatever you want. Just because I don't need you bothering me That's all it. the time. Go figure it out. Ice cream um, for dinner. Fuck. But I think when when I talk to Nehemiah and they see my parents because they've been together 38 years, mm -hmm. right? It's like he'll say stuff about my dad like. Papa just be like, he be in the kitchen looking for stuff and he'll ask Granny where something is and she'll say in the refrigerator. Well, he's looking, everything's in green Tupperware. So he's like, well, where? What <laughs> Tupperware? Is it? Which right. one is it? Label these motherfuckers. <laughs> so he sees like, he sees them, you know, working together. Obviously he sees, sees when one is upset, kind of how that gets resolved. Right. Um, so I think, I think they're getting their examples from yeah. other people. Yeah. We just watched the Cosby show together. That's the best example I can get <laughs> right. my children. Like, don't worry about this nigga as a regular person. <laughs> worry about the character. He Cliff Hawks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, definitely a lot of room for improvement in that area is yeah. what I conclude. It's something to think about, even just as parents and even people who are watching this. It's something 
Ask your kids now. Because I just feel like, why do I want to have this conversation when y'all 30? Well, hell, it's too fucking late now to change anything. So I yeah. do keep open dialogue with them. What they say is easier to build strong boys than to repair broken men. Yeah, so you don't want to wait too late. Um, okay. If you found out your mate had a sexual rendezvous with the same sex before y'all started dating, would you continue to date that person? Yes, I love pussies rubbing <laughs> on each other and twat bumping as they refer to it as, I believe. Is that what it's called? I don't know, bumping oh. pussies. <laughs> I, I've heard it referred to as bumping pussies. But I think girls are allowed to be lesbians and it, it, it enhances their sex appeal. You know what I'm saying? So it's never a problem. Now, depending on what the bitch look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what type of female are you into would be the question. But yeah, there's no shame in her game. And I kind of assume that most women in college or sometime in their life, during their hoe phase, they probably bump pussies. And ate one at least, That too. wasn't a thing. Wasn't a thing? In my generation. Not, generation. I think it was maybe starting. It was beginning. It we was, was beginning. At, yeah, we were at the cusp. Yeah. We were at the cusp of <laughs> so, a revolution. Yeah. But So it was like you either on one side or the other. You, you, you've tried it? You, I, I would say you, every group of friends had one girl in their group that I, I feel there was always like a chick that was just out there known for flipping girls, though. And it was like, did she get you? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you had a run-in with Shorty, but Shorty was, like, known for flipping, flipping chicks, dog. Yeah, she was one of the niggas. Mm. And there were several of them, at least on my campus. You know what I'm saying? We knew, like, man, Shorty is going to mm. go ahead and take down your stains. If you don't... Well, I went to school in Iowa, so yeah, it wasn't nobody. Different. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't any, like, butch girls. Yeah. It was that cute girl-on-girl -girl action. Yeah, and, yeah, tight shit, know, tight shit. It wasn't. That, but no, I no, no, I can't, I cannot. No, you can't as a female bump pussies. But I'm saying the question. I'm hoping I ain't gonna say I'm hoping, but what's your answer to the question? Oh, I'm saying I, I cannot. cannot. Okay, I'm like yo, because I think I cannot just because niggas I, don't get that latitude. I, like niggas don't care. So Joe Button, Jack, back to that point. You come out as bisexual, ain't nobody giving a fuck, right? But it's kind of like nigga, you're not gonna come off of that shit and be like, I'm, I'm back. I think, like, nah, I you're, think you're, the, still, you're still over there. The woman for him is very fluid. Right. She got to be very fluid. For Joe Button. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, just personality-wise. If some guy, just a, a regular Joe Smoke, was like, yeah, babe, I used to, you know what I'm saying? Suck dicks. <laughs> That's what he would have to say, dog. Yeah, babe, I used to, Suck dicks. Well, see, if he says that, it's like an automatic no. Like, uh, check, please. <laughs> I need to go. This nigga, he keeps ordering the cucumber but, salad, dog. He's giving you hints. Here's the thing. Was he a, was he on the bottom? Like, there's a there's yeah. lingo. Is he a bottom? I forget what yeah, they well, call uh, it. A uh, uh, pitcher or a catcher. Yeah. Type like, shit. Like, it's, it's different little. But it, it's gay. But I mean, then, again, gay is like, gay. It's like... Mm, like there, it was a it was a line in uh, I think it was Scary Movie Two, and he was like, "Man, G," like they was doing the reveal and shit like that of who the killer was. Yeah. And he was talking to uh, Sean Wayans. You know, Sean always played a gay role. Yeah. He said some, some, some. He said, "Nah, man, you suck my dick." You know what I'm saying? It was like, bro, it's still. <laughs> it's still it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, bro. It does matter. <laughs> it, oh, it's levels to it, but yeah. it's kind of like the the part that I don't get and don't want to get 
is the fact that if and when you go to jail, you're allowed to be gay in jail, and then you can come back and it's not gay. It's like, nigga, I was in jail, so that shit don't count. And it's like, oh, it counts. Who says that? That's a thing, bro. Like, they said that shit on the, on the show, the Childish Gambino show Atlanta. It was like, oh, nigga, if I'm in jail and locked up, of course I'm fucking. I gotta fuck. There's nothing but men in here, so why bam? No. But yeah, like, yeah, he's like, it's a difference between being free and gay and being part of the rape culture of jail. I mean, can't you just jag yourself off for however many years your ass is in there? Like I said, don't know, don't want to find out, man. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. I heard that's a thing, bro. So, everybody that's been in jail, is this like the county or are we talking about when they go? Prison, I think. Okay. Not, not jail, but prison. Like okay, because are they doing that in the county? Never been there either. No. I would hope not. You know what I'm saying? You're here for a parking ticket, dog. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga sucking dick because he had a boot on his car. It's like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? Pay the fine, bro. You that's, don't have to go out like yeah, this. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. so, uh, but for women, totally acceptable. Prison or non prison based. <laughs> or just a new black. Fuck you here. But I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of relationships on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. Literally. Thank you all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of the Lifestyle Show that gives you life. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, my lovely co-host with the most, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us out. Perfect gym, perfect gym, perfect gym. Doing this, that, and the